Hello, hello, and welcome to Whip It Out, episode five of our podcast. I am Nicole Evans. And I am Sophie James. Welcome back, guys. I hope you've had a good week and you're ready for some more action. So we've got a very, very special guest this week, and I know we teased it in a little bit last week. Um, So this special guest will give you a few teasers, a few clues to see if we can guess who it is. So this lady is from the Bronx. And she is a groomer, of course. And the most exciting thing to tell you is she's going to help us launch the Whip It website. So the Whip It website is going to be launching on, drumroll, Nick. 6th of September. So on the 6th of September, that is a Sunday, we're going to have a massive launch day where we're going to be giving all of our followers and anybody who's signed up the website or pre-launched, we're going to give them a sneak peek into all of the things that we offer from the Whippet. So there'll be interviews, there'll be debates, there's going to be a live podcast. We're going to have loads of stuff going on, but the main thing that we're doing, the piece de resistance, is the lovely... Introduce yourself. It's Groomer Jess, guys. What up, what up? (laughs) (laughs) So that is Jessica Rodano, the groomer. Jess the groomer. Is that how you like to be called? Groomer Jess is how they know me. Groomer Jess. Fantastic. Well, welcome, welcome over to UK Soil. I know you're not actually here. We're over Zoom. But we'll just pretend that you're sort of live in the room with us. And um, we're going to have a bit of Hello, hello. (laughs) Hello, all my UK peeps. I love you guys the most. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just don't tell the others that <laughs> don't tell anybody you know what it is we all have accents we have these great accents you have an accent i have an accent i think we all just get along like that sorry one of the things we wanted to do today jess was you to teach us your accent and us to right. teach you ours so i think that's a great way to get started so can you it. teach us some saying from the bronx okay so you already know you're from the bronx if you say hey can i have a cup of water you don't say, can I have a cup of water? You say, can I have a cup of water? Water. You know, water. Like, you know, water. M-A-D-D-A. Water. <laughs> there goes I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it a go. Hey, can I have a cup of water? There you go. That was yeah. pretty good. All right. All right. Now your turn. Give me a sing from uh, over the pond there, the UK. Okay, so you've got two different spectrums. You've got me from South London, and I can either go posh London or oh. South London, all right? So all right. Let's, let's start with posh uh, London. So would you like a cup of tea, dear? Your turn. Would you like a cup of tea, dear? No! <laughs> That's the Bronx way. I, got, I don't know posh London. Would you, like a cup of, would you like a cup of tea, dear? Yeah, that's all right. Okay, there you go. And go on, Nick. Okay, so I am from much further up north, so I'd be what you would class as sort of a Geordie, I guess. Um, (laughs) So it would be the equivalent of obviously you're over in New York, where speaking California, where is totally different. Is that right? They've got oh yeah. Okay, so that's me and Sophie. Yeah. So it's totally different ends, right? So um, gotcha. we would say, and this is going to lead us nicely into our next little challenge that we're going to do for you. So I'm Gannon doing the tune. Okay. Go on, you have a go. I'm Gannon doing the tune. I'm going to do the tune. <laughs> I'm going to do the tune. <laughs> so do you know what that means? I, I guess I'm going to play the song. Is that nope. it? I'm going down the town. <laughs> oh, wow. But wait a minute. What, what town are we going down? Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Oh, jeez. What are you ladies getting me into here? Oh, boy. You're getting me in so trouble, much trouble now. So much trouble. So, so the next game we had was we wanted to teach you some slang. And you have to guess what the British slang means, okay? okay. So the first one I'm going to say to you is bog. What is a bog, Jess? Bog. What's a bog? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. This is a slang? Yeah. 
Bog. Hmm. Damn it. Does it mean like damn it? No. No. <laughs> Should we tell you what it is? Tell me. It's a toilet. <laughs> toilet. I'm going to hit the bog. <laughs> That's it. So you go, I'm going to, I'm going to the bog. I'm going to the bog. I'm going to the bog. That was quite good. <laughs> what do I'm you say? The, the WC? I got to pee. That's what we say. I got to pee. I got to pee. That's it. And we already know. We don't have to announce we're going to the bog. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Oh, right. Okay. Now, I've got, I looked, so we're going to play English versus American or like New York slang. So I looked up, now I might get these completely wrong, okay? I okay. looked up some New York slang and we're going right. to see whether if I, I'm going to say it to you and if you repeat it the way it should be said and see whether Nick gets what it is, okay? I have no right. idea. Sophie has told me absolutely nothing about this part. So she knows the slang terms, I know nothing. So what I've done, Jess, is I have sent you over some slang and I want you to say it how you New Yorkers say it and see whether Nick can have any clue about what you're talking about. Okay? Oh my, I got it. I'm ready. Here we go, Nick. You ready for this? I'm ready. My goodness. I'm schwitzing out here. I'm schwitzing. I'm schwitzing. 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 Wow. Um, I'm sweating. Yeah, you got it. Right? <laughs> you got it. You got it. I'm yeah, schwitzing out. I could have said I'm schwitzing out here, but I didn't want to give you, you know, a little clue. So, like, <laughs> if, we, if we mix the American way and the British way, be like, I'm schwitzing as fuck me, like. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm schwitzing as fuck me, like. I love that. <laughs> right, your your turn again, Jess. I've got another one for you. Okay, so it's going on the same kind of theme, maybe. So this one is right. bog standard. Bog standard. This is so bog standard. This is so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Any idea? Bog. The bog standard. So the bog. I mean, is it a standard toilet? <laughs> No, no. Okay, so what? So what it means is like if it's just generic. This is like this is just literally like boring, uh, normal. This is nothing. Basic. Basic. It's basic. Yeah. It's basic. I gotcha. Okay. It's bog standard. Bog, bog standard. I love it. But wait, the bathroom is we're gonna go to the bog too. No. Yeah, the bog. Yeah. yeah. Just just to what, confuse you. Why are we using the same words? <laughs> just the way we, we British do it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right, your turn now. Your one. You've got one all in right, your list. So, all right, here's another one. I'm going to go to the bodega. I'm going to the bodega. Um, bodega. Bodega. The bodega. I'm going to go to the bodega. I'm yes, going to. You're owning it. You're owning it. I'm, I'm going coming with you. Yeah, I'm going to the bodega, and the bodega is where we all party. No, the bodega is where we get our junk food, our snacks. It's basically the little market. Ah, I want to go to the bodega. Sounds like a party to, to me. Bodega. <laughs> Bog standard. Right. <laughs> Bog standard. <laughs> <laughs> right La last one before we move on for a minute so you might get this one um i'm gonna have a chin wag a chin wag gonna have a chin wag if you tell a lesbian they're having a chin wag i mean chin wag you get it oh! <laughs> they're going that's down to chinatown <laughs> that's it exactly i don't know what's a chin wag i have no idea <laughs> so it's like what we're doing now. We're having a chat. Is a chin wag. So your your chin is literally wagging. We're chewing I the fat. It. We're chewing the fat. <laughs> we're chewing the fat. I got that. That yeah. one I got. Yes. Mm -hmm. Having right. a chin wag. Bog standard. Going to the bog. <laughs> so when you go home tonight, you're gonna go and say to your wife, "Honey, let's have a chin wag," and she's gonna go, "Oh yeah, baby." <laughs> for that chin wag here in these states <laughs> hey when you've got kids take it when you can 
That's right. We'll be chin wagging today when they're at grandma's house. <laughs> oh, I love you, love you, love you. Brilliant. So, um, moving on from that, <laughs> which is brilliant, yeah. we want to know more about you, Jess. So, what literally gets you up in the morning? A chin wag. <laughs> My damn kids get me up in the morning. Mama, wake up. It's morning time. Wake up. Other than that, what gets me up in the morning, it's the same concept. Either they're going to wake me up or the fact that I have to provide for them. That's how I wake up in the morning. Got to wake up. It yeah. depends on me. And how long have you been a groomer, Jess? I have been a groomer for 16 going on 17 years in November. Wow. Amazing. I'm getting old in this game now. I'm getting old. <laughs> I, w I couldn't believe that. That's crazy. 17 years. So what would you say is the secret? What kept you going so long? I think that the clients are the secret. I know a lot of people talk negatively about clients and, oh, this, we all get those. We uh, Listen, before they're clients, they're people. We all know there are people in this world that are just people. But then there are also great people in this world, and those are the ones. And then the relationship they have with their pet, and then sometimes you get it, you know, either you love the pet, you don't like the client, or you love the, the client, you don't really like the pet, you don't kind of jive together. It just happens that way sometimes, and then you get the full gold, where you love the pet, you love the client, everybody matches. That is the best. So that keeps me going. So I want to talk a little bit about the tipping culture because yeah. tipping over in ah. um, the USA is massive and it's not big over here at all. I mean, don't really? get me wrong, some, some customers do tip, but um, it's nothing like how it is over there. Is it So when you go and groom a dog, is it expected that they will give you a tip? I believe, I believe that when anybody gives you a service, and the service is not only a standard service, but they go above and beyond, that's when a tip should be inter, 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 you know, intermingled into the pay. But I don't think anything should be expected because there are groomers who go out there, they don't do a good job, and then you can't expect something that you don't work for. Yeah. So as far as me, if somebody calls me and say, hey, Jess, I'm so sorry, I know I had this to be done, I have a wedding, my daughter, this, can you meet me at the park instead of, because I'm mobile. And you meet me at the park instead of my home. That, to me, is going a little above and beyond. No problem. I'll meet you there. They have a service right to them. That's a great uh, tipping. That's, you know, one of those things I would say, yeah, that's nice. They tip me. They really appreciated that I went the extra mile for them. Or you had a little blue in the tail. Or just a, a little extra je ne sais quoi is what I feel a tip should come command. And how much do they tip you in the, in the US? Like, is it generic, like just $5? Is it 10%, 20%? Yeah, I think that very little people go with the percentage because they just don't know. I think it's the same universal. They just don't know, so they kind of gauge it according to the overall amount. And sometimes it's $5. Um, if it's a dollar, I just tell them to keep it. It's okay, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. You keep that, it's all good. So if you go to somebody's house and they don't tip you anything, would you think that you've done something wrong or is it not standard for them to tip you? Or well, like, how does, how does that work? I think in general, you get to, <laughs> what happened? It's like the See, sound of the Bronx. Bronx. <laughs> That's the Bronx. We're in the Bronx. Oh my God. And if you saw it, you would say, oh my God, we're in the Bronx. Anyways, I think that, um, for me, grooming as long as I have, you have a rhythm. You know who's going to tip, you know who doesn't tip, um, and I'm okay with that. Now, if I went through hoops and I did something extraordinary and I felt like I really bent over backwards and I didn't get a tip, then I, what I would do, how I handle it, it goes, the next time they ask me to do it, I just go, sorry, can't do it, or I don't even pick up the phone. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I, I just feel like if you... If you're asking of someone to be put out, you have to definitely either, sometimes people don't tip with money. They'll tip with a cup of coffee or, you know, a bagel. Yeah, coffee. You got to lean into it. Come on, Toby. Coffee. Yeah, right there. Do you call each other doll? What was that? You call each other doll over there because whenever I see any of these like Al Pacino movies, they're like, you want a coffee doll face? 
Yes, that's it. It's, it's got, you have to have that New York panache. Hey, doll, what's the matter? You want a piece of pizza? What do you need here? That's, you know, you gotta. Okay, shush, can, I, can I totally tell you my gangster accent, right? Tell me, get, so, get it for me. Go ahead. I want to go see Jess, capiche? And she get the money to Lou, and Lou, he get the money to Tony, capiche? <laughs> that is fantastic. Good job, Nick. I love it. All right, all right. My turn. My turn. Uh, I'd like to go and get some tea. Um, but prior, I'm gonna go. Um, uh, this is a little bog standard. <laughs> hey! Not bad. When we're doing an impression of you, it's like a gangster. And when you're doing it of us, it's like, oh, can I have a cucumber sandwich? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like stereotypes, isn't it? <laughs> we're, to we're totally the stereotype. But you know what it gives everybody a little bit to laugh about? Because at the end of the day, we're all the same. Yeah, we are. We just have different yeah. accents. What we've loved seeing in doing these kind of things um, is actually, no matter where you are in the world, all groomers yep. have very similar stories and very similar yes. bugbears and um, issues with groomers. So what we were doing in our last podcast and what we asked people to do was tell us their worst um, groomer request from their, from their clients. So what is the worst request you've got? So first question to you, Jess, is what is the worst request that someone has ever asked you to do to their dog? Dag, you know, I, I don't really have a worst request. I have something that it's not terrible. It's not going to be like epic, but I feel for me, a dog that has a, a vicious allergies and someone wants poodle feet on like a Shih Tzu that has really bad allergies, that to me makes my skin crawl. I'm like, oh my God, this is the worst thing. I won't do it. And I'll tell them no. But I've never really gotten a request like make my dog, like you guys are talking about, like give my dog a bob. I, I was like, wow, like a chihuahua with a bob. I'm like, what goes on here? <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those moments where you hold your head in shame and say, please don't tell you, tell anyone where you get groomed because I don't <laughs> want my name going with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I have one client like that that has a, a pair of Shih Tzu's I've been doing since they were puppies and literally wants a, a 10 all over. No face, no ears. The dog looks, I always said, I'm like, please don't ever put those pictures up. They look like pugs. Yeah. And I yeah. just. I think they think look like a little that. bit like baby seals when you do a shih tzu like that. They're like. Yeah. Little, yeah. <laughs> like, little no, before, before <laughs> I was a groomer, we, my family used to have a shih tzu and she used to get a 10 everywhere. And uh. she looked like a. She did, but at the time, like it was just normal because we just, that's what, our, that's all our groomer did was just straight off. I don't, so that's like, just so crazy to me. Just a bog me. standard cut. Just a bog standard yeah. cut. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now I get it. You guys got me, you got me hit for when I visit the UK. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. So we've got some um, requests come in from different people this week. So we're going to read some out and we want your opinion right. on whether you would say, no, I'm not doing it, Jess. Or would you go, yeah, go for it. They're paying. Okay. So the first <laughs> one I've got is, and um, a cocker spaniel was asked for his feet to look like hooves. Hooves. What do you reckon? Hooves. Would you do it or would you not do it? I want to know what the hell is a hooves? A hoof. Who's like what? a hoof. Like a, a, a horse's hoof. Horse's hoof. Oh, a horse's. We say hooves here. It's a little hooves. bit of a hooves. <laughs> um, you want your dog to look like a horse's hoof. Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't do it. I said, listen, lady, listen, guy, you guys want your dog to look like this? Go get a horse. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get the hell out of here, this poor dog. You know what? Give me the goddamn dog. You don't even deserve to own that dog no more, putting it in a haircut like that. Get out of here. Don't you wish you could just tell clients that? Oh, I will. 100%. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I've got one, and it came in through the WhatsApp. And it says, hi, Nicole and Sophie. I once had a man ask if I could send his Yorkie home on its own in a taxi so that he wouldn't miss the football on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, my wow. goodness. I, I would say, okay, why don't you send me your balls in a taxi <laughs> and I will return those balls to you that you have the balls to ask me to send your child in a car. Because pets are like children. I wouldn't send my kid in a car. I wouldn't send my pet in a car. No way. No, mm -hmm. I agree. So Zoe has said, can you save his, um, can you save his feet higher to his knee? Want him to look like he has shorts on, not trousers. So would you clip everywhere and just leave shorts on a dog? 
If they want to walk in the street with a dog like that, as long as they don't say I did it, go ahead. No problem. <laughs> Shorts, when we say knickers, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's so another... I, sorry, Nick. Sorry, no, go on, go on. That's another thing that's different between you guys. You say pants, right? And you mean yes. trousers. And we say pants, and that's our knickers. Oh, I got you. So what shorts? Like, shorts. like shorts. shorts are just shorts? Yeah. Shorts are just shorts. Yeah. Uh, obviously. obviously. <laughs> we found the common ground. We found the common ground. There it is. Shorts in the UK, shorts in the Bronx are just shorts. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay, so I've got one, and it was from the same girl who sent the first request about the um, the taxi. And it's from Katie, and she's, sorry, Kate from Posh Dog in Manchester. So she said, we used to have a Cocker Spaniel that would come in regularly and would always try to hump me during the groom. Then the owner rang to say that he had died, the dog had died. And I said that I was really sorry to hear this, was very sympathetic, then hung up. Also, I thought, what actually happened was I turned to my colleague and said, thank God that dog is dead. We don't have to put up with it humping us anymore and realized I hadn't put the phone down properly. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh no. my goodness. Oh, those are one of those situations. Ay, ay, ay. That makes me oh. suck my vag into my body when I hear that. <laughs> like all of my, all of my pelvic flaws are just clenched. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that. So you want to know what I would do in that situation? Yeah. Oh my God. If I look down to the phone and I realize I did not hang up the phone, I would then continue uh, you, because you can't, you can't even like go again. It, it, black is black, white is white. That is it. It's right there. They heard it. So if I looked and saw the phone, I would say, you know what? I'm glad that the dog didn't hum me. The owner's really hot though. Like if I would go on and want to hump, I would want the owner to hum me. Cause you already know the owner would be like, yes. <laughs> All right. They for completely will forget about the dog. And they'd be like, I would rather the, the owner hump me, not the dog. I mean, that's a little weird. It's like somebody's child pumping me you know what i'm saying you got to work them a little bit and I then he'd that. probably go oh my god jess is a lesbian and she would turn <laughs> for me <laughs> yes yes <laughs> you say that's it you have to come and listen and then you have to keep on going if it's a guy you say oh my goodness there's one man in the world and that cocker came in it's that man i forget the cocker i want him to hump me happy hump day <laughs> <laughs> i did not I feel see like that coming that's brilliant <laughs> That's the only way you can get out of some shit like that. You're really, forget about anal glands in the mouth, shit in the hair. Now you are knee deep in both. So now you got to get yourself out. Do you know what I would do? Take one for the the team. Take one. Take one for the team. Do you know what I would do? I would hang up and go, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, shit. What have I done? Hang up. And then I'd go and sit in the bathroom and have a nervous poo. (laughs) (laughs) I go to Go to the bog. I'm not. Go to the bog. I'd be straight to the bog and I'd be shatting myself. (laughs) 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 What was that word? You'd be schmit. You'd be schmit. I'd be schmitzing. I'd be schmitzing. I'd be schmitzing on my way to the bog and shatting myself. I love it. We shat and That's it. Now what we're called? This is called UK Bronx slang. We got like a cross blend. Yeah, I love it. Bronx fusion. That's it. Have you, Jess, ever had someone come in with a different breed and ask you seriously to change it into a different breed on the table? Yes. I've had Shih Tzus come in that want to be poodles. Of course, don't doodle my doodle. You get it all the time. Can I have the Bichon, but I don't want it to look like a Bichon. I want it to look like a poodle. Yeah. It's, it's just, so Michelle Watton has said that a large curly brown brown haired cockapoo was asked, please can you make him look like a Bijon? It's like, <laughs> what do they think? Like what do they honestly think? We have this magic wand that can just change the breed by a flipping Bijon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or or a bottle of bleach, uh, but it's not <laughs> safe on the skin, ma'am. I'm so sorry. Can I use it on you first? That's a, you got to always flip it on the owner. You see, the thing is, I don't really get owners with these crazy, crazy requests because I think they're too scared about what I'm going to tell them. So they'll have a request and they know I'm going to say, come on, really? Come on. I tell you one thing. I had a client once tell me that his dog was overweight. Wait for it. 
His dog is overweight because she makes him give her junk food. The dog makes, exactly, <laughs> the dog. I said to him, you, you know, she's a little heavy. She's a little Shih Tzu, not little. She's very big Shih Tzu, little pin little legs. She can't stand on these legs all her life with that heavy. Jess, I'm so sorry. She makes me, she makes me give her the junk food. I have never seen a dog hold a dog, a, a gun to the owner's head. I don't even know. Things like that. I get a lot of things like that. I have dogs that come in and the owner says, oh yeah, he had a bagel with cream cheese and a cup of coffee. I want to say this dog ate better than me today. What are you kidding me? <laughs> you kidding me? So, can you imagine what those glands smell like? Oh, don't even... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm fixing just thinking about it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> She's got it. So we've got another one, which is a Jack Russell. Can you make it look like a schnauzer? Oh, my goodness. Like, where are you, are you getting your I, hair from? <laughs> this is where I always would flip it. My first thing would say, well, you Puerto Rican, can I make you look like uh, English? <laughs> Come on, stop it now. And are That's you what I would as, tell them. Are you as blunt like that with your customers? Are you oh, like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I had a lady the other day, she has a specific appointment. Now I'm mobile, so everything is routed carefully and we give a little bit of time for uh, traffic things that happen on the road so i got there nobody's coming down and i go to the doorman you already know if i go to the second location we have a problem go to the doorman doorman hasn't seen them go to the front desk it's a big um it's like a what is it it's trump towers really that's what it is so finally the doorman comes no, not the doorman the, the front desk guy comes out to my van knocks on the door he goes she was sleeping and i went all right, so it's like the workers to workers are talking and saying, this is what's going down. Now, here comes three minutes later, the owner, and she looks like she was fitzing or maybe in the bog having a big old shake. And uh, <laughs> she comes out and she goes, oh, I was working. And I said, you overslept, didn't you? Come on, stop it. And she's like, I know I did, I did. Come on, don't tell me you were working, lady. Come on, just tell me the truth. I hate it that, when they lie to you and then you know that oh, they're lying. Like, oh, I tell them all the time. The, or they'll tell me something like, you know, the haircut, the eyes. And I said, well, who cut the dog's hair? Oh, that was my husband. Oh, okay. Well, then that, that wasn't my fault, lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that that's something from the Bronx. Like a lot of people ask me in seminars, they go, you know, do you have any paperwork? And I'm going to, and what is it? almost 17 years ago, you know, Facebook wasn't a thing. The pictures were, and it wasn't a thing. And all of this social media and coverage, we, we didn't have it. So it was just, hey, I got your dog. It's going to come out good. Mainly people in Bronx just want to make sure you're not going to lacerate their dog and they're going to come out halfway decent. So getting into paperwork is a lot. So when I go to some, I like, what do you mean? And I go, these people are tried, tested, and true. As long as the dog comes in with all their feet, they're good. They're good. They could care less if they're online. They love See, it. <laughs> me and Sophie like, right, so just to clarify. Yeah, just to clarify. Yeah. yeah. Like, because my, if I'm honest, my kind of yeah. um, expectations of America as well is a lot of suing going on. And like, I thought like you had yeah. to be really tight on your paperwork yeah. because you, I'm- You do. So, so if, do you not you do, do now. Or? You do nowadays, like now any new clients, I definitely put paperwork on because the more coverage you get, of course, the more people want to nitpick. So now I do, but you know, I would say like, this is a saying now, you want to say back in the day, yes, we didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, it was, as long as they're not, you know, they're good, you take care of them, they're happy. And a lot of those clients I've stuck, you know, I've stuck to. So I haven't, like, I would say about 65% don't have paperwork and the new clients now because of all of pursuing culture and the social media coverage you definitely have to have paperwork yeah but uh, the same in england uh, really i think people are going that yeah. way where paperwork is a necessity yeah because people just any little thing it's i want to sue or they'll take a picture or there's this and i go great cheese you know you just <laughs> you have to I, and I also tell others you have to be real with your clients too you know i Here's a big one. I don't know if we're segueing into this, but a big one is people don't want to talk about price. They don't want to talk about now my dogs are getting really old. So the expectation for the haircut where it was a full scissor cut, breed standard scissor cut, we have to change the expectation. And a lot of groomers have a hard time with that. And this is where I feel like when well, we were talking about paperwork, not paperwork, 
back in the day, you, you have to just talk to people and say, listen, your dog is not doing well in this haircut. The leg shake, blah, blah, beep, all these things go on. And a lot of people say, well, I tell them that they don't listen. A good thing is we can use this to our advantage nowadays. We can videotape what's going on. So here you go, Mr. or Mrs. This is what's going on during the grooming. And they go, oh my goodness, I had no idea. Right, the 15 times I told you, God damn it, you didn't have an idea. Now that you see it, it's a different thing. And it, that the videotaping definitely is kind of how I got my start because the there was a disconnect between what we do or what I do and essentially groomers do versus what the owner's expectation and what their view is of what we did. You know, you can even ask my wife. She goes, oh, what do your wife do all day? Oh, she plays with dogs all day. I play with dogs <laughs> all day, huh? Exactly. So, I mean, that was a common thing. So that's where I got my start, kind of showing what I do. And then what ended up happening was um, I organically had this relationship and energy with the, with the pets. And it started to translate on camera. And then I guess everybody thought I was funny. So I said, okay, I'm funny. And then there goes where Groomer Jess was born. I mean, it's always been that way. If you scroll back to 2015, 20, I was doing the same thing. I just think that there's more of a need for it and a want for it because groomers don't have the language. So I think I put the language really clear, concise, and straight to the point. And that's just how I am. That's how I'm with everybody. Same way. Brilliant. So on that kind of note, Jess, what are you going yeah. to be doing on the 6th of September on our launch day? What are you going to be giving to the people who are watching? What I really want to emphasize is to all pet groomers everywhere, anybody who joins this Whippet Media launch, the biggest thing we have to understand is universally, we are the same. We all love pets. We all want to do the very best. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, oh, I want to do a shitty haircut. Oh, I want to nick a paw. Nobody wakes up and says, oh, I want to give a skin irritation. We don't wake up to do that. So what I would like to talk about and offer to my fellow colleagues and groomers out there in the world is, you know what? Let's take it simple. Let's keep balance within our haircuts. Let's go with the breed standard, but let's color out the lines. Let's have fun. Let's really enjoy what we do. Let's connect with the pet. Because before we go with the owner, it's the pet first. And sometimes you girls know the owner wants something and the pet can't take it or the haircut. It's just not predicated to it. So sometimes I think that that language is missing and I want to be able to give that to other groomers and show them this is how you go about it. These are the scenarios. Just make it work. Because at the end of the day, we're all people. We're all people. So have you, when, go on, thanks, when you um, have a dog in, when you talk yeah. about managing expectations, now this is something yeah. that happened to me actually about three times in the last three months or so, that I've had yeah. a dog in that I've thought this dog needs to be put to sleep. Yeah. That it is absolutely past the point of being comfortable. You can tell it's in pain. It ha it can't use its back legs. Um, this we had one in last week, and we've told her every single time this dog needs to see a vet. It cannot. It just yeah. drags its back end along the floor. Um, yeah. Would you say come out and say to the owner, "Oh, I think you need to take your dog to the vets," or would you say this dog needs to be put to sleep? Oh, no, I would never make that decision as far as putting a dog to sleep because it's such a sensitive, sensitive topic. And even though we spend copious amounts of time, we don't live in the home, you know? Mm -hmm. So what I would say is there's three ways we can go about it. It depends on actual the audience, the clients that you're going to actually say this to. First off, if I see that it says, you know, the dog is at its point where I can no longer service it because it becomes a liability now. You know, because your dog is dragging its back legs, there might be things on the floor. That, that's one. I had a lady with a dog with an open wound right by the eye, which was a cyst. It burst. She's a five-weeker. Every five weeks, she keeps up with her dog. I told the dog needs to go to the vet. She never took the dog. Now, on the next five weeks, what do you think that eye looked like? We had an infection going. We had a yeast. We had all these things going on. So I took the dog. And you know what? What we as groomers, because we're so good, we try to take it away, we try to fix it, clean it, and present the dog back great. But that's a detriment to the dog because if the clients see that, oh, the dog looks better, they're not gonna take it to the vet. So I had to teach her a lesson and I said, you know what? This dog has to go in just like this. The whole body was done, the face, 
Once the dog went back in, I said, this dog needs to see a vet and I can't service him the next time because it's open wound. He can get an infection and make it even worse. So you put it back on the client. That's one. The other one is um, you say, you know what? I think at this juncture, it's probably time. They seem like they're in a lot of pain. You can say it's probably time. You want to mention pain, discomfort. And like I said, videotape. This is what's going on during the groom. And unfortunately, I can't do my best work. You always want to put it on yourself because it is the truth. You can't do your best work if a dog's eyes pussing and it's gooing. You, even if you're the cleanest groomer and I'm super neat, it's scary because if I lay my head down at night and know that I, I did that groom just to satisfy the client and something happened to that dog, if that dog passed, then, then I wouldn't sleep okay with it. So you definitely have to put it back onto the client because if it was my child going into preschool and had a wound or they couldn't walk or whatever, the school calls me. They don't put it, they don't make the school fix the problem. And I think that that's where groomers need that clarification. You are a groomer. Yes, you might be a super groomer. I'm great at what I do. And I can fix a lot of things that the vets can fix. But where does it stop? Because then the client relies on that. And then you get into, do they tip? Maybe they didn't tip for that. Maybe they underpaid me for that service. So it gets really sticky. The best way is to put the responsibility back on the client. So when you say that they underpay you for a service, if, do, if you set yeah. a price, can the yep. owner literally just decide how much they're going to pay you? No. When I say they underpay me, once you're, you're allotting more time to clean out an eye, you know, put uh, disinfected around the eye, you're really treating this thing, that's extra time. And we have to charge for our time because our time is valuable. So that's what I mean. So if the price was set and now I spent an extra 30 minutes fixing, cleaning, getting this dog back to a better, you know, in better shape because they fail to go and take care of themselves, there's where you have to put an extra charge on. Cool. And what yeah. do what do you charge for like um, a bog standard haircut, should we say? Bog standard. So what I do is because I'm mobile, we have a starting rate. Starting rate for anywhere is like a Shih Tzu or a Yorkie with a bog standard haircut would start at 90 plus tax. 90 US dollars plus tax. And your tax, is that 20%? Our tax is uh, 8%. Okay. It's a whole new way of thinking for us British guys. Yeah, it's guys, totally it? different. It's so different. And it's, I, I don't know, there's where we are. We're all different standards. What I do like, though, is because you say it's this price plus tax, for a lot of people in the yep. UK um, who get VAT registered, they feel like this pressure to kind of include the VAT in their price. Um, oh. And they're worried about upping their prices so like for instance we're about registered in our salons and we don't say um it's 50 pound plus tax we say yes. it's 50 pound and that's inclusive of that and i think that's yes. probably quite a quite nice way of actually selling it to the customer um instead of saying of one price saying plus the that i think i think that would work quite right. well just with yours is, is everyone plusing tax they have to no matter what or yes. is it when you okay the way, the way we broach the tax you know that's always a thing uk new york connecticut it's everywhere we have to collect state taxes i don't want to charge them but guess what the united states of america says we have to pay sales tax we have to people know these things they just don't want to pay the extra money because for some reason, they think that this is uh, this is a option. It's not an option. I have to pay sales tax. I have to collect on every single sale. I think that's a much better way of um, thinking about it, though, for like the yeah. UK groomers, because in our country, you get to a certain point, and then you start collecting that tax. Um, yeah. I think, so I think it would definitely be a better way of doing it. Is if we just say it rather than yeah. include it i think a lot of yeah people... it's, it's 90 let's say it's 90 pounds plus we collect state tax yeah makes sense. you know if you go if you go to fill up your car and it says okay the price is x amount they already have the tax either built in or plus tax everybody collects tax the question is why is it that in grooming there's always a question as tax or no tax it's like everything else. If you buy something retail, you have to collect tax. The same thing. It's just a standard practice, I think, that 
us as groomers, because there's such a vacillation between do we do, do we not? I think we're the confusing part of it. So if everybody keeps the same standard, then it is what it is. And have you always been mobile, Jess? I did, when I first started, I believed that you need to have salon experience. I always believed that. And in the beginning, I wanted to choose what's best for me. Is it gonna be a salon or is it gonna be mobile? So I did about two and a half years. That half, I was doing mobile with my own business and then I was doing a salon. I definitely think you need to do both because you need to see where the areas of opportunity are. Do what, what, what was my breaking point for a salon was, 40 dogs, 40 dogs in one day. And it was like a conveyor belt. Okay, what's the next dog? And I re specifically remember this tipping point for me and it was, okay, what's this dog's name? I asked the owner, she goes, I don't know, just get it done. I don't know, just get it done. And right then and there was what we call the aha moment. I said, oh no, I can't work on an animal that I don't have a connection to, not even their name. It's almost like, you know, you're gonna go shag and you don't know the person's name, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's crazy. I got that right. I got it right. I love it. But isn't that so yeah. true? You need to, you know, like sometimes when the dog's on a table and I, I do a lot of, um, I have an apprentice. I've had a couple. Of, so when I'm teaching them, I know I use my dogs. So I definitely know their peculiarities. And this is how you can tell a dog is smarter than what anybody gives them credit for. When it's a new pair of hands, my dogs perform differently with a new set of hands. They'll sit a little bit more, they'll wiggle a little bit more. The minute I tell my apprentice, call attention with their name, and it completely stops. They kind of go, uh-oh, wait a minute, you know my name? So it, it, there is something to be said, and, and again, that is exactly how my whole thing online was born. Just having that interconnection and letting everybody know, they're smarter than you think. That just makes me want to sing, say my name, say my name. That's no right. Yeah, you, there you go. <laughs> Very now, good. talking about sing songs, you like a good sing song, don't you, Jess? I love a good sing song. The, music to me, when you say, what wakes you up? My damn kids wake me up for sure. But I can, I am so disgusting with music. Like, I can take a huge, what you call boombox, back in the day, the boombox. Mm -hmm. I can take a huge speaker that can probably blow the knickers off of you and me, and I'll put it in like a 20-square-foot bathroom, and that, to me, is everything. It's like, that <laughs> level of music that goes into my body, that's exactly what you see online. Music is what gets me, what gets these feet moving. Yeah. So me and, me and Sophie have a very, very unhealthy obsession with musicals. Okay. What's your favorite musical? I don't like any type of musical, girls. Hate to let you down. That's too gay for me. Ah! The gayest <laughs> girl this in up. the whole uh -uh. This is it. The gayest girl in the whole wide world does not like musicals. You need to call my gay husband for that shit. The hills are alive with the sound. The music makes me vomit. Cats! Vomit. I can't be bothered with that stuff. You put me in a musical in a dark room and uh, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Okay. What about, do you know what? Do you know what's a good one, right? That every single person, and I don't care what you say, Jess, there's no way that you can <laughs> dancing to this song, the one from Hairspray. You oh can't stop goodness. the motion in the ocean or the sun in the sky and your mama oh, always it. tells you gonna do it gonna gonna then I'm gonna say you, you can't, can't stop, stop the beat you know that one? <laughs> Sorry girl. Sorry girls no? no. Okay, well, <laughs> when we come when we come to the Bronx, we're gonna take you to the West End and we're gonna this? dig that tune. <laughs> How about this? This is a musical. This was a movie first. I'm a movie girl, but here we okay. go. How about this? It's Grease Lightning. Go Grease Lightning. Go Grease. It's Grease Lightning. Go Grease. And you put a hip bump bump. Oh. Come on, you know. There it is. A grease Lightning. There it is. There it goes. I like Another. a good Grease song. Yes, mate. It's all about Grease Lightning. That's it. Grease Lightning. <laughs> Listen, I used to work in a salon. So I worked two years and a half two different salons the second one was the high end i learned all my poodles etc etc a lot of my scissor work um started there when i used to get going i used to put grease lightning on in this salon and figured the tables almost to the floor i would 
jump on the table and go, go grease lightning, go. It was, forget about it. It was a shit show. Customers would come in and I couldn't even stop. I go, you do a dick, tongue, tongue, you dig a dick. <laughs> and I started to sing to them. They love it. They love it. Now that warrants a goddamn tip. If I'm singing to you and all of this is moving, tip me, boo boo. Tip me. <laughs> boo boo. <laughs> what would you do if I called you boo boo? So, so hey. Boo. Yeah. Hey, that's the slang. Hey, that's boo. the slang. Hey, boo. There you go. You go, hey, boo. What's up, boo? And then you're like, hey. So <laughs> next time you come on, right, I'll tell you what. When yeah, you come yeah. on to the, um, the Whip It on the 6th of September and you start yeah. your podcast, I'm going to come on. I'm going to go, hey, boo. And I'm going to go, what up, boo? What up, Absolutely. boo, boo? There you go. I love it. She's and you've got, good, drop, so. you've got to drop in every bit of slang you can to that, that webinar, okay? I will. Don't worry. Forget about it. Forget Listen, about me it. Listen, li Me Live is going to be, that. you guys should get excited. It's a treat. I definitely think when I do webinars, I definitely feel like people half come from the, for the education, half come for the, the entertainment. Well, if you're not entertained and you're just bored, it's like 100% a major part of anything is to be entertained. Yeah, absolutely. So, so absolutely. 100% on the 6th of September, guys. Remember that. Write that date in your diary because you do not want to miss out on the no amazing what? day. So I really like the whole cross-culture type thing and how yeah. we all massively differ, right? And there's one question that I've always wanted to ask somebody from across the pond. I love so, it. And, I, and I'm going to try and do this as gangster as I possibly can. So, Jess, do you carry? I don't carry. I never even shot a Glock, Nicole. I'm a <laughs> lover, not a fighter. How do you like that one? How do you like them apples? Dwarf you know, face? I, yeah, it, it, it's a dangerous thing in the Bronx if you carry. I'm not against anybody who carries. Freedom, rights for everybody. I don't get into politics. Whatever you want to do. Just don't call me late for dinner. It's okay. But if I carried in the Bronx, in the mobile, and somebody double parked, meaning I got to get my unit through, through this, and then I go, shh, you want to move that shit now? <laughs> that is why I can't carry. You get the, the only thing I carry is bottles of water. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a fling with those, too. Please. <laughs> so is it, is it normal, though, for, for people to carry guns? I think nowadays, yes, it is more normal. It is. It's, it's a thing. Um, more so in the, the West, the Midwest, uh, definitely, you know, a lot of my groomers, friends from there, they're all like, I got a pink one. I got a flag one. And I'm like, I don't even know how to shoot a gun. <laughs> I don't even know how to shoot a gun. I don't, I, you know, I'm like, oh, I think it's, it's scary. No, you come from the Bronx, you see guns. Why do I want to carry one? You kidding me? It blow up in my pants. Oh, no. Do you know what? No, 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 no idea. I've never seen a gun in real life. Have you not even seen yeah, the police? No. Huh. I've not got that yeah. close to the police, Sophie. Is there something you want to say? So, no, I feel like London, <laughs> London you're more likely to see yeah. it. London, Have you been banged right. up? Yeah. She's been a yeah. She's yeah. been banged up. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a secret criminal. She's been know. in the cling. I'm a smooth, I'm a smooth <laughs> criminal. There it is. That's the same word. The clinker. Have you visited the clinker, Sophie? <laughs> no. <laughs> me either. I always tell everybody I can do no wrong. Don't get me into any type of trouble because if I go to the clinker, they're gonna think I'm from Orange Is the New Black, and I don't want to be on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna go up oh, there goes the one with the short hair no way no way keep me out of there brilliant so thank you so much jess for coming oh, on today we have loved having a good old chin wag with you and i love it we are so excited to have you on the 6th of september so before we leave, is there any wise words you'd like to tell the groomers? What is your one tip to groomers out there? Here it is, groomers. I've had such a great time chin-wagging with my girls here, but this is going to be something, a groomer Jess-ism. This, this is it. Don't be a swamp. Be an ocean. Think about it. Oceans, those are people who stay still. They sink down. They smell. They stink. They're stagnant. You're an ocean. You're moving. You're flowing. And you're always doing something new and refreshing. Boom.
boom, that's a groomer just. Think about that. Don't be what about if the sharks? That's all right. But listen, you always know you're alive if you're in the ocean, right? Because the sharks are there. You're going to move your ass. You're going to move your ass. But if you're in a swamp and you got a little snake trying to bite your ass, you're going, where are you going? Where are you going? So in your life, in your grooming career, anywhere you are, don't be a swamp. Be an ocean, even if you have to move your ass away from that shark. Amazing. There Love it that. is. Love that. So I think that's an epic, epic saying to leave that on. So thank you again, Jess, for joining us all the way from the USA. USA, Bronx, New York. USA, (laughs) motherfuckers. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I think she's liking this way too much, Toby. I know. No, she comes to the Bronx. We got to get you a pair of door knockers. You know what door knockers are? No. No. Those are big ass earrings that they're so big when you come to the door, they knock on the goddamn door. <laughs> Look hey, at Jess. JLo with her big up door knockers. Tell me. I was in I was in Vegas last year. You should have seen me let loose in Vegas. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, Vegas. No. oh my goodness. I am such a tourist. It's unreal. That's it. I love it. I love every bit of it. Okay, perfect. Brilliant. Right. We forgot- Let's leave it at that. We oh, forgot God. to say what we want to do for next week, guys. So for next week, um, we've had a massive thread on um, on Facebook. Blake started a thread on, you know you're a groomer when? And we want to continue that. So we want to know what we do and you know you're a groomer when. So Jess, can you start us off? What would make you realize you know when you're a groomer? You know you're a groomer when you take off your smock and you have nails in the middle of your boobs. Boom. Amen. Amen. <laughs> So that's what we want. We want you to WhatsApp your, you know, when you're a groomer, when to 07520670797. That's 07520670797. Love how to read that like Holly Willoughby. Do you know what, right? Just, just following off from what Jess just said there about when you take off your bra and you've got nail clippings down, right? So there was this one time I took my bra off and I was like, oh my God, my chest is totally covered with hair. You know, like how it like sometimes blasts down so I was like oh my god to my, my partner I was like look at how hairy my chest is and I went to go and pull one off and I had nipple hair <laughs> it wasn't off the dog I just had a massive hair growing out of my nipple and he's just so lucky to be marrying me next year oh, god, god bless <laughs> you know you're soul. a groomer when <laughs> exactly you know you're a groomer when you're asking your fiance to squeeze his anal glands <laughs> Hey, did he tell you that? That was prior. That's it. I know all about it. So did he. I can tell you that. <laughs> okay, the uh, conversation's getting a little bit going a little bit south here, so let's round That's it up. That's it. I love it. <laughs> thanks, guys, and we'll see you next week. And thanks, Jess. You're welcome, ladies. It was a pleasure. Can we get you to do a whip it out? Okay, whip it out. Whoop, whoop. Whip it out, motherfuckers. Whip it out, out, groomers. Whip it out.